quick this morning with a big smile on my face. Cause I dreamed last night my Jaguars clawed their way through the AFC to first place. I got every single jersey, I watch every single game. I got a shiny season ticket now, so everybody at the stadium knows my name. Cause I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win, 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 win. I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win. I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win, 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 win. I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win. Uh, I, I will say... The theme song sounds so much better when they win because it perfectly describes me waking up in the morning. All I want to do is see the Jags win, 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 win. And that's exactly what I got today. Hi, this is your host, Andre Moultrie with the JJC Podcast. And this is the recap of the Buffalo Bills versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we're going to take a look, and it's the midseason awards. Yeah, the midseason. Just do an overlook of the Jaguars season so far. Who has surprised us? Who has failed us? And so much more. This Buffalo Bills, if, you, if you're living under a rock, which I doubt it, everybody knows this game. The Jacksonville Jaguars pulled off an upset 9-6 to six over the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills were a 14-point favorite in this game. No, 14.5-point favorite in this game. Josh Allen didn't throw a touchdown. He was their leading rusher with 50 yards. And he was 31 of 47 with two INTs. One, two, Josh Allen. (laughs) Jaguars defense responded in a way that quite surprised me. And it showed me What's to come from the Jaguars defense when they get the players that they want on this team? This team is not finished by far. This is year one of a rebuild. But what I saw from the defense today is what I feel will be in the future. They were physical. They were physical up front. They were fit. They were all over the field, and I think it kind of threw Buffalo off guard a little bit. And you saw it early, for example, in the first drive. That should have been a three and out, but they came to play to the point where, I mean, the team came to play to the point where there was a personal foul, and they kept our drive alive. Not to mention, 
that was all game. This this Buffalo Bills team played atrocious. The crazy part is they still had a chance to win. They turned the ball over three times. They had 12 penalties for 118 yards, and they still had a chance to win this game. The Jags should have put this game away, but I'm not going to talk about that right now. The defense was physical. The defensive line abused the offensive line for the Bills. They got pressure back there all day, and they found a they did a good job trying to keep Josh Allen contained. I thought early on they don't get those points if Josh Allen's Josh Allen doesn't scramble on third down to get the first down. They don't get those. And most of his yards came kind of in the second half a little bit. The defense, A++++++. Shout out to Josh Allen. Congratulations, Josh Allen. You made history. You're the first person to get an interception, a fumble recovery, and a sack on a person with the same name. I don't know what you was on today. But all I heard in my head from your performance was, Dun-dun-dun. I want to be the very best. Don't do what no one ever was. Dun-dun-dun. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. Dun-dun-dun. That's exactly what happened today. Josh Allen, man, that should have been another fumble, by the way. He fumbled. He got picked off twice. He was terrible. Defense was good. The players that jumped out on today on the screen for the Jaguars defense, I couldn't believe that I have to say this, but Taven Bryant had the probably the best game that he's ever had in a Jaguars uniform. In this upset, he had two sacks. I couldn't believe this shit. I was shocked. I was like, is this, is this, is this, is this the future? Is this what's to come of Tafe and Bryant? I don't think so. But I'll take it. It's the second win. We have doubled the win total of last year today. This is a successful season. When you wake up in the morning, this team has two wins, more than last year. They have won two out of the last three. Inconsistent play throughout. I'm still waiting for a full game. I have yet to get a full game from this Jaguars team, and that is what's concerning to me. I either get it defensively Or I get it offensively. I never get it all in one. I need it all in one for me to honestly judge this team. The defense today. Thousand A's. The offense today. A thousand F's. This, I won't say F's. D plus. This offense in the red zone have Major issues. I don't understand what's the problem. 
in the red zone. Before I even get to the red zone, C.J. Beathard was out there because Trevor Lawrence gave us all a scare of fucking existence. My my mind went blank when he got when he got hurt and went to the locker room. I was like, I hope this ain't bad because I don't want to see C.J. Beathard out here beat hard. Beathard out here. So I hope this really, I really hope he can come back out here. C.J. Beathard throws a great, well, yeah, it was an amazing catch by Dan Arnold. Setting up to drive to score. And I don't know what the fuck Carlos Hyde saw. He bounced around a little bit. He was going nowhere. There was nowhere for him to go. Just take, go down, live to fight another day. He didn't want to do that. He fumbles the ball, turnover on downs. We don't get no points going into halftime. Here's another one. Josh Allen gets an interception. He gets an interception. We're in the red zone. We're there. I don't know. Uh, let me help the offensive coordinator here. You have Chris Manhurts, who's one of the better blocking tight ends in the NFL. You have Dan Arnold, who is 6'6". Six, six. And you have LaVisca Chenault, who is strong enough to get you three or four yards. I would do this. Put an extra lineman in. Put Dan Arnold or Chris Manhurts in fullback position. Put LaVisca Chenault at running back and get your touchdown. Stop it. Please stop it. What is with this team in the red zone? That has been one of the most consistent things all season. When they get in the red zone, they just do not know what to do. Good teams get seven, not three. I'm impressed with this win, but I'm impressed because of the defense. I am not impressed by the offense, and I'm impressed by the special teams. Wright does it again. He does it again. He made three field goals. Now, he should have made the other field goal. Matthew Wright should have made the other field goal. He missed it three times. I, I, I was, my thing was, I don't know how you're not more, I would think you get a little more relaxed if you're kicking it, but he missed it three times. He missed it three times and he had a holding penalty. <laughs> The refs were just terrible today. They were. They they was they was messing up names. When they called Matthew Wright, I was like, hmm. They was like, that's the kicker. He he didn't do anything. Outside of that, the I went for a full a full game. I haven't seen a full game yet. Defense fantastic. 
here's some other things that pointed out to me. They are two of 20. The Jags. I don't know if this is one up or down. The Jags are two of two of 20 this season on third and long. That will not get you success. A good thing is they have com- they have converted a fourth down in eight straight games. I believe that is an NFL record, but that is a really good sign that on fourth down, they get the job done. It's weird. Let's look at this game. You want to see the third down efficiency for the Jaguars offense in this game? Two for th- two for thirteen, no two of thirteen on third down. You want to know that fourth down efficiency? Two for two. It's it's something about the fourth down. The Jaguars got six first downs from penalties. The Bills gave them six first downs from penalties. This game was sloppy all the way around. And the offense could have cost them this game. This game was won by the the, the last game. The first game was won by... It was a collective of both for the last game. This one... It's strictly defense. Defense really took over this game. They really put us in position to win. I thought it was Saxonville out there. Josh Allen had the best game. Taven Bryant had his career game. I can see it for Josh Allen again. But can we see that for Taven Bryant again? That whole that whole front seven did a great job. I'm not going to just... But I'm just going to stick out with Taven Bryant because he has three... <laughs> he has three career sacks with the Jaguars. He had two in one game. He had one where they forced him to third and 22. And they found a way to get a first down off of that. I was pissed. I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? But outside that point, this was a great start for the team. We go into arrival, the Colts. Shout out to the Colts because if we didn't beat them, we would have been 0-16. They really saved us. They really saved us by being terrible, as they always are. But I'm going to switch the topic because this game didn't have much outside of defense. And I like a good defensive game. This game... I was highly amused. I love good defense. Both teams had good defenses. I want to cut the media off here right now because I hear the excuses for the Buffalo Bills. Well, well, they didn't have their, they were missing linemen and their running back got hurt in the middle of the game. So what? You know, I like when they say that. I I don't like when they say that for the good teams. Let's take a look at the Jaguars 
if you want to say that. We're missing our starting running back, our our offense, our star running back, and our left tackle went down in warm-ups. And we're playing Walker Little, a rookie left tackle. How about um our center is not out there? We didn't even have our starting receiver who's out for the season. Good teams find a w- teams find a way to win. I was about to say good teams, but this team. <laughs> I say good teams find a way to win. And I don't want to hear the fucking excuses from the Buffalo Bills fans or the media that was picking them as the best team in the AFC. Well, they lost this game. Hopefully they look and adjust and get better. But for the Jags, I want to see a complete game. I've yet to see it. That's all. If the offense want to do anything, just listen to me in the red zone. And again, I do not want to see LaVisca Chenault catching those damn wide receiver screens. I don't. I don't want to see him catch those. I really don't. Unless it's third and short. Third and two, yes. I don't want to see him catching those because he's power. He's not. He doesn't have that burst. He, he doesn't have that shiftiness and that burst. Like if Travis Etienne was available, I think he would do those. I kind of want to see him. The perfect person that I would like to see LaVisca Chenault be for our team. No, look no further than Atlanta's Cordell Patterson. When I think of how LaVisca Chenault should be used, Cordell Patterson, there it is. Put him in the backfield. I'm sorry. Carlos Hyde had 21 carries for 67 yards. Now, I know the Buffalo Bills have a great front seven, but I'd rather see LaVisca Chenault get 21 carries. Not even 21 carries. Give him 10. Give him 10. Give Hyde 11 if you want to feel good about yourself. But please, put somebody back there for Carlos Hyde because I don't want to see him get 21 carries for 67 yards. Okay. Subject switched to mid-season review. The Jaguars are 2-6. and six. To me, successful season. Coaching. I feel like it's got to get better. They have yet to have a full, complete game. And as the second half of the season is coming, because this has been eight games, I want to see improvement from the team all the way around. It's always one or the other. I expect that in the first half of the season. But as later in the season, I want to see it I want to still see the competitiveness, the competitiveness. I still want to see I want to see the offense get better. And I want to see the defense build off of what they did against the Buffalo Bills. This was 
I saw this and I was like, ooh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I loved everything about what I saw. But the offense got to get better. I know that we're missing a receiver that would have helped. I know that eventually James Robinson will get back. That's going to help this offense. I am surprised Trevor Lawrence. I am surprised. I had high expectations for him, so I have to hold him to what I believe that I thought that he was going to be. So far, he has a 59 completion percentage. He has 1,821 yards. He has eight touchdowns and nine picks. I believed and I thought that he would be better at this midpoint. I thought he would be better. His QBR is ranked 29th. That is terrible. And I'm a Trevor Lawrence fan. And the crazy part about this is I see him getting better. He's getting better. His stats don't reflect him getting better because there's just been some things that has happened around him that he's just not experienced to overcome. He... He's big time. You can see it from the throws. You can see it. Like, he played with replacement linemen today, and I saw a couple times where Walker Little literally could have got him sacked a couple more times than he did, and he just had the wherewithal, the pocket awareness to step up a little bit or throw the ball away when he saw pressure. And this is what linemen that are our backup. Some of these guys out here right now are backups. So that's good to see. And I see certain throws that he makes. He's got it. It's just, he has his typical rookie airs, but I, in my head, I expected him to be better than what he is. His QBR rank is 29th, as I stated. He has nine interceptions. He is tied with Taylor Heineke, Zach Wilson, and Joe Burrow. He has the fourth worst. He's fourth worst in completion percentage. He is only ahead of Justin Fields, Jameis Winston, and Zach Wilson. I want to see those get better. In the second half of the season. From the hype. And the build. And the he's the next Peyton Manning. Now Peyton Manning threw a lot of interceptions. So it's not nothing to get on. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a franchise quarterback. It's You can see it. He did go to the team that had. The number one pick, and it shows. Earlier when I made my prediction, and I said the guy that I want to see him be is Justin Herbert, 
I didn't take into account that he has receivers. He has Austin Eckler. He had Melvin Gordon. I believe he had Melvin Gordon. Did he have Melvin? No, he had Austin Eckler. He had Keenan Allen to throw to. He has Mike Williams to throw to. I didn't take that in consideration when I made that comparison. That that's who I expected him to be. Also didn't take into consideration that his offensive coordinator is just now finding the sweet spot for Trevor Lawrence. Because I think early on, I think they had the same segments as I. Because in that first half against Houston, they let him just chuck the fucking ball all over the place without even running it. I'm like, okay, this this guy just, this is his first career start. You sure you want to go that route? And I think during the season, they made their adjustments and said, you know, let's bring him along slowly. And yes, he has hype, but we're trying to win games as well, and we're trying to play him within the offense. And I'll give the coaching staff credit for that. They started to use James Robinson a little bit more. Which brings me to James Robinson. To me, so far, he has been our offensive MVP. He has been very, very consistent for our offense. 88 carries right now. 482 yards, 5 touchdowns, and a 5.4 average. 68 yards a game. I have nothing bad to say about James Robinson. Quite honestly, just give him the fucking ball more. That's all you need to do. Give him the fucking ball more. I don't want to hear nothing else. When he gets back, he needs 20 carries a game. Period. Let's get into the receivers. Surprise to me so far for the midseason is Dan Arnold. I didn't think they was gonna I I had no I didn't think they were gonna trade for a tight end. And if they did, I was kinda hoping for Zach Irks. But I like Dan Arnold. I think he's gonna come on a lot in the second half. I've seen that Trevor Lawrence is starting to look for him a little bit more. That's a good sign. He did just get to the team. I like how he kind of he kind of is in the team now. And I like his role. I think his role is going to be expanded. Marvin Jones, to me, he's been our best receiver. Um, I like the I like the chemistry between Marvin Jones and Trevor Lawrence. I hope it continues to grow. That was one of my predictions earlier in the season that a young quarterback needs a veteran wide receiver because the veteran wide receiver know how to run certain routes. And And you can see that he does, and Trevor Lawrence finds him, and Marvin Jones knows where to be for the ball. I'm surprised Taven Austin also. Taven Austin made the team. I was surprised about that. And I'm also surprised how much playing time he's getting. He's getting playing time, and he's doing okay.
So far for our free agency, the person I think that's made the most impact is Jamal Agnew. He's found a way to be impactful on special teams. And I think offensively, since we've had injuries, Trevor Lawrence is going to start going to him more for the explosive plays. And I'm quite shocked by that because when we signed him, I kind of thought that he was just going to be a guy that plays special teams. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect this from him. Um, boom. Biggest disappointment to me so far is their use for Lavisca Chenault and Josh Lambeau. I thought Josh Lambeau was going to be here forever, ever. But no, the NFL kickers, they work like clockwork. Josh Lambeau was one of them. He is gone. Matthew Wright, he's been impressive so far. He won us the first game to end our 20-game losing streak, and he won us the game today. So he's kind of replaced Josh Lambeau pretty well. Coaching so far. (coughs) Coaching so far. I will give the coaching. I think it's more to be seen. I've watched... I watched Urban get outcoached multiple times, right? But then I've seen him make great coaching calls of late. So I'm not really sure where I'm going to go with this. I think I'm going to give him a D. I think they've got time to improve. The defensive, the defensive coordinator has made adjustments that's helped. But I still can't forget the Seattle game. That was the worst game. Coming off a bye, you would think they'd be more prepared. The red zone. Once the offense gets the red zone in order, I think we'll be much better. Take my advice. Please take my advice. Be physical. I like this team when they're physical. This team, when they were physical today, they were physical Against the Bills, and the Bills did not know how to handle it. I want to see that more. Uh, Defensive MVP so far, I don't think we will all, nobody will disagree with this. It's been Josh Allen. He leads the team in sacks. He's tied with the team in interceptions. He's been all over the place. He's turned back to his rookie year. I think he's going to get ten sack, over 10 sacks this season. I'm disappointed that no one else is kind of close to him as far as like sacks or anything like that. This defensive line needs work. They had a great game, but I hope that they can continue that in the second half of the season. Things will get better. It looks more hopeful. It really looks more hopeful. A thing I was impressed by Urban Meyer, because I wasn't 
on board when he got hired. I wasn't, I was, I was, it was a question mark to me. I was like, he's a, first of all, he's a college coach. He's always toted that line that can get him in trouble. Both of those things were right. He had the incident. But, but what I was impressed with, which needs to get back, is their penalty free football. I've seen that. Lately, the penalty's been a little high, but I think that's the penalties has been a little high. They need to cut the penalties back down. I like when they was getting one or two penalties. A perfect game, I would ex- I would try as a fan. I would want a perfect game, but I know I'm not gonna get a perfect game. But one or two penalties, mistake free football. Do not kill yourself. That's what I want to see. Prime example, today's game. Buffalo killed themselves. They gave us six first downs on penalties to keep drives alive. We can't do that. We can't do those things. I was impressed by Urban Meyer by getting those penalties cut down. Now, they've increased of late, and I just want them to be cut down again. So in the second half of the season, I'll be watching for that. So far, I'm very, 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 very impressed with the offensive line. If I, if the biggest takeaway from the first half of this football season would be that offensive line. They've done a great job. They have kept Trevor Lawrence upright, and we have not had any injury scares when all of the linemen are healthy. Best game of the best game so far of the first half. I think it's going to be this Buffalo Bills game, <laughs> but I don't know if it's the Buffalo Bills game. It's it's any one of these games they've won, of course. I'm probably going to choose Miami because it made me cry. And the field goals. We were looking for a field goal kicker. We found a field goal kicker and the field goal kicker was the reason we won. I'll take it. So far to me, that's my that's that's the my favorite that's the favorite game of the first half of the season. The worst game is the Seattle game. It was garbage time. No one cared. That was the worst game of this second, the first, not second half, the first half of this season. That was the worst. Best performance. Ah, that's a tough one. Oh, that's a tough one. That is so tough. Oh, my goodness. That's a tough one. I'm probably going to go with this Josh Allen game that just happened. What he did in this Buffalo game is the reason why we picked him in the first round. That's why he was our first round pick. He showed us why he was our first-round pick. He showed us that in the future, 
this is what we're going to have. And imagine when we're when he's paired up with better players. He's going to be paired up with better players. You think he's going to be paired up with Chason? I mean, Chason can improve, but in my head, no. They're going to get some people better on this defense where Josh Allen is not the vocal point. They're going to have to worry about some other people. We saw what happened when he had um, Calais Campbell. He couldn't be touched. He was all over the field. As a rookie, they they couldn't stop him. He's the vocal point right now. Imagine when he's not. He is going to be a monster. Let's see. Biggest I said biggest disappointment was Josh Lambeau. Biggest disappointment. Uh, biggest surprise. To me, is Tyson Campbell starting? I thought they would have him start next year, not this year. And he, they have thrust him directly into the role because I, another surprise to my knowledge, I didn't expect C.J. Henderson to be gone from this team after, what, 10, 11 games? He was a first round pick and we just we just traded him. I was surprised about that, but to be quite honest, I like the trade. Now I'm looking at it. Dan Arnold is going to be a fixture on this team. I think they're going to use him a little bit more in the second half where we can say we got our money's worth and we got a what, third round pick from it. I'm surprised Tyson Campbell is starting so early and he's had his rookie pains but today he had a pretty good game he's only going to get better the more he plays the problem is the way the rules are today it's really hard I love defense I really love defense and it's tough to see the NFL today Because it's so geared towards offense. You know, one of my favorite Super Bowls is New England versus the Rams. When when was this Super Bowl? It was like a couple years ago when the Rams and Jared Goff played Tom Brady and the Patriots. And how the Patriots defense literally made Jared Goff a Detroit Lions quarterback. That was the game that made Jared Goff a Detroit Lions quarterback. Sean McVay was outcoached, outsmarted, and it showed. And he made, the defense made Jared Goff look atrocious, look terrible. And then team said, oh, that's what you do? And it was never the same. And you knew it wasn't the same. And Sean McVay had to go get Matthew Goff. (laughs) Matthew Goff. 
That's what I call him. Matthew Stafford's a good quarterback, but I feel the same about Jared. The way I feel about Jared Goff is the same I feel about Matthew Stafford. He's just the older Matt. He's just the older Jared Goff. With he's a little better, but playoffs is where we need to see Matthew Stafford. But besides the point. I want to see more from Tyson Campbell. I think he's going to get better as the season goes on, but I'm surprised he's starting so early. Anything else? I'm thinking about this because this season is going by pretty quickly. And it's been a lot that's happened for the Jaguars this year. And they've been in a lot of games. They've been in some games. Like, if we're being honest, they could have be they should have beat the Bengals. They had that one. They possibly could have came back against the Titans. They got beat by Houston. They should have won the Cardinals game. They could have beat, nah, they could have, they had a chance against the Broncos. Every game they had a chance, I, the, put the put it all together. All the recipes got to be together. They have yet to do that yet. But I think in the second half of the season, they will do so. And that will be. It for this episode of the podcast. When you get a chance, check out the blog at www.jacksonvillejaguarscountry.com hashtag Jags Country on social media, on Facebook, Jaguars Country. All the socials will be in the links below and everybody have a beautiful week.